Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by The Adventure Challenge. The Adventure Challenge is a book full of adventure ideas for the entire family. Each idea is covered up with scratcher material, so you start by letting one of the kids scratch it all off to reveal what everyone will be doing for that adventure. Once the adventure is complete, there is space right there in the book to write about your experience and a spot for a photo as well. So the adventure book becomes a keepsake once you've completed it. The Adventure Challenge is a fun, unique way to get families playing together. Visit theadventurechallenge.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount. Now, on to some shout-outs. Elon Dodsworth from Berkeley, California is a patron and a big fan of the show. If Elon were a character in the show, I think he would be a ninja robot builder from the town of Power Up, where he would expertly craft the best robot ninjas. Thanks for listening, Elon. Paige and Lewis from Seattle enjoy the show. If they were characters in the show, they would be a potion-making team living in the rock fields, where they would make and sell the best, most creative potions. Thanks for listening, Paige and Lewis. Hudson and Weston listen to the shows a lot, and if they lived in the valley, I think they would live deep within the dark forest. And just like Gray, they would have a magical secret home within a huge tree. Thanks for listening, Hudson and Weston. And Zoe Stevens is a recent patron. Zoe, if you were living in the valley, I think you'd be Tatiana's younger sister, who she teaches how to be an expert archer, and she takes you with her on missions with the Valley Town Ninjas. That'd be cool. Thanks for listening, Zoe. Today's episode is titled The Purple Potion Part 4. Arlo and Goose are on a quest to find Starroot, so the dragon wizard Hamish can make a special potion to turn them back into their human forms. Arlo and Goose flew a short distance to a neighboring island with the intentions of finding a wood sprite and, somehow, getting its tears. They were told that this island has many wood sprites living in the forests. Much to Arlo and Goose's delight, this island was welcoming to dragons and everything else. This was a trading island, full of markets and traders and buyers and sellers. Stalls with people selling all kinds of things lined the streets of the towns and cities. Many of the streets were too small for Arlo and Goose to walk down, but many of them were wide open markets with enough space to accommodate even a large dragon body. They just had to make sure that their tails didn't accidentally knock anything over. Goose and Arlo searched all over this marketplace for some wood sprite tears. They were hoping that maybe they could just buy some and be done with it. Unfortunately, it wasn't that easy. They searched for hours and hours among all the different merchants and sellers. They did not find a single wood sprite tear. But they did find some useful information. Merchants told Arlo and Goose that the reason there were no longer any wood sprite tears for sale is that it had recently been made illegal to go into the forest and make the little wood sprites sad in order to get their tears. And that's how people used to do it. They'd go out there in the forest and be mean to wood sprites until they cried and then they'd collect their tears. Awful business, really. Well, that is now illegal. You can buy tears directly from the wood sprites themselves, but wood sprites are generally a very happy people, and they rarely cry. Hearing this news sent Arlo and Goose further into a depression. It was seeming to them like this whole mission, to get turned back into their human forms, was a waste of time. But they had to try. 
They trudged into the forest of this island, hoping to find a wood sprite with some of their tears to sell. It didn't take long for them to find a wood sprite. They were flying about all over the place. Little fairy-like creatures with wings, each no bigger than a lemon. Excuse me, said Goose, trying to get one of the sprite's attention as it zipped by. The little sprite, who was going so fast she was just a blur, zipped past Goose and then circled back through the trees, stopping right in front of his big dragon face. Hello, dragon, squeaked the sprite. Hello, sprite. My name is Goose, and this is my friend Arlo. Um, do you have time for a few questions? asked Goose. Sure thing, Goose. I'm Rachel. What do you want to know? Well, we want to know how to get some, I mean, we need some wood sprite tears to, well, for an important thing, said Goose. Can we buy some wood sprite tears from you? Rachel, the wood sprite, floated backwards a bit out of caution. Well, I, you know it's illegal to get me to cry. You can't be mean to me, so I'll cry and then collect my tears. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we aren't going to be mean or anything, said Arlo. See, we'll, we'll buy the tears if you have any. We can pay whatever. We just really need some, and it's like no one has them anywhere. Well, good, said Rachel. That's good, isn't it? How about if I went around telling people I'd pay a bunch of money for dragon tears and everyone started figuring out all the awful ways they could make you two cry and they hunted you down and collected your tears? Wouldn't that be awful? Well, yeah. Yeah, that would be awful, agreed Arlo. So, I guess it's good that there are no wood sprite tears. It means you all aren't crying, I guess. Exactly, said Rachel. So you'll need to find a substitute for wood sprite tears then for whatever you need. Now, there were those who would get tears from this little wood sprite no matter what. But Arlo and Goose were just not those kinds of people. They hung their heads a bit, looking out into the forest helplessly. Well, began Goose, if any of you wood sprites, you know, falls and skins their knee and maybe squeaks out a few tears, will you save them for us, and we'll check back in a few weeks? Sure thing, Goose, said Rachel. But just then, Arlo got an idea. He called out to Rachel as she flew away. Hey, Rachel, he yelled. What's invisible and smells like carrots? Rachel floated back to the dragons with a confused look on her face. What? she said. What's invisible and smells like carrots? repeated Arlo. Um, I don't know. Rabbit farts, said Arlo. Rachel smiled and laughed hysterically at Arlo's joke. Goose understood what Arlo was doing and joined in. What do you call a boomerang that won't come back? asked Goose. What? said Rachel. A stick, said Goose. What's worse than finding a worm in your apple? asked Arlo. And then, without waiting for Rachel to say what, Arlo gave the punchline. Finding half a worm in your apple. Arlo and Goose continued to pepper Rachel with jokes, one after another. Rachel was leaning against a tree, bent over in laughter, holding her sides. Can a kangaroo jump higher than a house? asked Goose. Of course it can, he answered. Houses can't jump. 
In this final punchline sent Rachel laughing so hard she began to cry. She held her belly, sore from laughing, and tears dripped from her eyes. And, as everyone knows, the tears of a wood sprite are magical. Instead of dripping down their face or to the ground, the tears of a wood sprite float, like tiny little bubbles. Arlo quickly opened the bag he had strapped around his large dragon body. With his claws, he carefully pulled out a glass vial and used it to collect the little floating tears. He chased the tiny floating tears until he collected all of them into his little glass vial and then he secured it with a cork. Rachel recovered from her laughter. Oh man, you two know some funny jokes. I haven't laughed that hard in ages, said Rachel. Do you mind if we keep these tears, said Arlo, holding up the little glass vial. Sure thing, Arlo, said Rachel. Now I gotta go tell those jokes to my friends. See you two around. And Rachel zipped through the trees and out of sight. Arlo and Goose looked at each other and smiled big dragon smiles. They rushed out of the forest and took flight to the island of Little Brownie Makers. The tiny humans welcomed their arrival this time, no longer afraid of the two gentle giants. Arlo and Goose traded their small vial of wood sprite tears for a large sack of star root and a few brownies for Hamish. And then they lifted off again, flying as fast as they could to Dragon Wizard Island to hopefully be turned back into their true forms. The End Thanks for listening, everyone. Now on to some awesome shout-outs here at the end. Simon from Thunder Bay shared a ton of drawings, and they are stupendous. Thanks for those, Simon. You're awesome. Elijah Gallant enjoys the stories and says his favorite character is Master Momo. Thanks for listening, Elijah. You're awesome. Marlon and Stanley, twin brothers from Toronto, say they would like a story about a hippo and a monster. Thanks for that idea, you two. You're awesome. Sisters Ayana and Zarmina have shared some excellent drawings. Thanks for sharing your artwork, you two. You're awesome. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and stuff to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Find more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.